SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, folks, another day, Sportsbook Radio from Las Vegas on the Sportsbook Radio Network. Color me always satisfied when Stevie Slapshot is along my side. I got you again. Wow. I got you. I got you again, bud. I, I don't know what to say. Nope. That's not good when you do radio. That's a, that's a <laughs> very big problem. <laughs> All right. We're glad to be with you. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot, and our producer, Chris Bavona, back east. Uh, ready to rock and roll here on a Thursday. Uh, we're going to have some fun heading to the weekend. Tomorrow we'll be out at Sunset Station uh, with Chuck Esposito, Andy Isco. I think we might get a Bruce Marshall sighting from the Gold Sheet and David Shane from the RJ Stevie. Uh, he'll be out there joining us as well. And then uh, coming up in our second hour today, uh, Vinny Maliulo is going to check in, uh, who's just a longtime legend, uh, the recent sportsbook director over at the Win at Caesars. Uh, Hotel Nevada uh, with LVDC, uh, handles the paramutual wagering here in the state of Nevada. Las Vegas legend Vinny Maliulo is going to join us. And Mike Lewis is going to join us in our second hour from the Sun Coast. So you look good today. You got a nice, uh, uh, very nice, uh, good-looking shirt on today. Uh, did you stay away from, like, bumping into oil trucks or I, whatever? You no know, stain on this shirt? No, there's a little mark on the on the. On the yeah. sleeve. It, Man. They, I, I think it came back from the cleaners that way, though. They, <laughs> they, they missed one little spot. Hey, we had Maction last night. Uh, that league is nuts. Yeah. And that league is absolutely crazy. Central Michigan, Western Michigan, uh, you know, play the I had the over in that game, and that was like, okay, thanks. I mean, like 42 at halftime. <laughs> they scored two, like, 80-yard touchdowns in the first minute of the third quarter, so that was into Cookie Jordan and Toledo. Uh, had a big win, but the Mac kind of sets the table for us. And now we're running into a Thursday night NFL game, Stevie, that we'll get into in more detail. And we'll talk about the NFL and injuries uh, and get you a lot of information heading towards the weekend. But I'm very compelled to watch the game tonight uh, with Seattle hosting Arizona. This is a monster game. Much, It's a big game. It's a, it's a huge game for Seattle. They cannot afford this loss because they've already lost to Arizona. They've already lost to the Rams. Minus three for the Seahawks. Total in the game is 57. And there's a big development in the game uh, that I think will help Seattle mightily. And you can start on the injury front if you would because it's kind of part and parcel what's going on here. Well, first up, uh, the coach for the Seahawks came out and said, even though Tyler Lockett is listed questionable, he's going to go. And the same with Chris Carson. He's listed questionable, but unfortunately he's out. No, he's out. Yeah. Uh, but the big news is who's in, and that is Carlos Hyde will be back. That uh, helps them a lot. If you look at what's gone wrong with Seattle, Wilson's made bad decisions, but he's been a crash test dummy because they've had no running game. And when you are one-dimensional, I don't care how good you are, you've got a problem. And Carlos Hyde, they paid a lot of money to to be a backup. And the irony of ironies was Carson got hurt. Hyde came in. Hyde was doing great. And Hyde 
pulled a hamstring celebrating a touchdown. <laughs> and, and, oh, by the way, I've got – I picked him up on my fantasy team, and the guy was out. I get him back in tonight. But I, I think that makes a big difference uh, to Seattle's offense. And it's a short week. Arizona goes on the road. And I'm not knocking Arizona. I – just the problem is Seattle's defense is atrocious. It is, uh, just just like Green Bay's. the The other thing for Seattle, again, Metcalf was a little ticked off last week. I look for him to kind of explode tonight to some degree. I, he's he's coming in. He's a little mad. I, I think he's going to take it out on the opposition tonight. Well, I mean, I don't know who he's mad at. Well, because he wasn't open. Well, he he, he he mad at himself. Well, he thinks he was open. Okay. Yeah, you could tell by his demeanor on the field last week. Well, okay. Well, but okay. So then look out. I'm telling you right now, if, if is this a potential Antonio Brown, a Randy Moss? What is it about wide receivers? <laughs> you know that they are always the most volatile. And guys that, that generate distraction. Yes, you're a great player. You know who's been awesome? And I got to say this. It was like it was the only gray area was Stefan Diggs going to Buffalo. And he leads the NFL in yards. Okay. But he was one of those guys. I want the ball. I want the ball. Give me the ball. But he's not had one peep. He's thrilled when Beasley scores a touchdown. I mean, but everything's working nicely. But there's something about those wideouts, man. I'm telling you. No, I get it. I, I was a wideout in high school. Am I like that? You are, I would say, in the grand scheme of things, of all the things that I have to deal with in my, you know, goofy little circle, you are the least, you're the most reliable least maintenance aspect of my life. And for all the punchlines and pokes I take at you, that is true. No, you are not a wide receiver. So so I'm not like Antonio Brown. You're like a comfortable old pink shirt. (laughs) That's what you're wearing. (laughs) Great. Again, I don't know how to answer that. Well, let's make it uncomfortable because we're going to take a timeout. We're going to come back. We'll dive into the uh, college games. We'll dive into the NFL. A lot of good information. Glad to be with you on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Uh, wrapping up our second week, my friend. I mean, time's flying. Isn't that scary? I mean, it's like we just started this. It's been two weeks. Just how fast, how long is this stupid thing? I'm not, I don't call, I can't, I'm, I'm trying to get away from the pandemic. I call it a thing now. There, there's news like every day now. I've, I've got a whole, we got basketball, hockey, college football news. NBA draft, all kinds of goodies, NHL news for sure. Coming back to Las Vegas on Sportsbook Radio on the Sports Grid Radio Network. What is the winning edge? It's sports news you can use. And you can only get it right here. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Nicely done. Nicely done. Can you make a can you make a case? Greatest song of all time? Uh, no, I wouldn't make that. Not no, for, not for me. American Pie. I, I it's, it's up there. It's in the it's in the discussion. 
We're about the same age. It's uh, I I like it. It's it's really well written. What is the, the greatest song of all time? I can, I would say to me, I say Let It Be. That's a good one too. I don't know. Chris Bavone is much younger than us, our producer. See if he's awake. Yeah, but I'm an old soul, man. <laughs> oh, good. Especially well, that's a, that's, a, that, that's a good thing. I don't know. What is the greatest song of all time? I, you, the funny thing is... It's, the only, it's in I the year of the was, boulder. It was Let It Be. That's, that was my first Are you song. serious? Let It Be, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the Let It Be would very much be... Uh, I mean... Uh, I mean, yesterday, I mean, I, you, you look at the Beatles, I mean, yesterday's a... You know, so basically, we're just saying the Beatles are the greatest band of all time. I I would find that hard to argue with. I'm a, I'm a Who maniac. I love the Who. You know, I mean, music, it's a very sub- yeah, subjective we're, thing. But, we, I mean, American Pie, though, was... You know, do you remember... Bob O'Reilly. Um, yeah, Bob O'Reilly. But do you remember... Um, it's funny because it came out in the movie of Bohemian Rhapsody, but when Bohemian Rhapsody came out, I remember I was in Pennsylvania as like a teenager. I loved Queen, mm-hmm. but the local station always played Bohemian Rhapsody at midnight. Like like every day they played it because it was so long, right? And 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 they really just bucked trends. It was like you know it was an album song that was on the radio. Bohemian Rhapsody is pretty strong too. That's on the list. Very, very strong. I I like Queen as well because the, their songs didn't sound like anyone else's songs. They were always trying something new. Really, really, really cool. Did, did you know all all those guys? Every single member of Queen wrote a song. They they all wrote songs. I just I don't that that that's. Well, the Beatles did that too. Yeah, not. Ringo did. Yes. No, I understand. I understand that, but it, but it's different. Uh, John and Paul wrote most of it, and and oh, well, and George, and George, and George was no, no slouch. I, I'm saying they would contribute, but it wasn't like Queen, where they pretty much each member of Queen wrote the same number of songs. It wasn't this disparity. I think well, a lot of bands. What'd you say? No, I'm just. Well, no, you're rolling your eyes. Because I mean, we argue about sports, we can't argue about music. I mean, no, no. I mean, you don't think most most bands. No, I Numer- don't think most numerous bands. guys write songs. No, I see. I correct. I disagree with that. M- most bands, it's one guy who writes the songs. One guy is the songwriter. Well, well, one guy writes the majority of. Songs. writes the majority of the songs. Well, I okay. agree with that. But, but then, what are we arguing? <laughs> God, you're an idiot. <laughs> uh, of all the things, for four years, for four years. I hit you over the head like a game of whack-a-mole every day, and it's music that sets you off, <laughs> sets you alight. <laughs> I really like my music. I know you do. All right, uh, you like your injuries, too, because you yeah. do that at Don Best. On top of injuries, cancellations, right? We got another one? Uh, yeah, uh, Michigan State, Maryland got canceled uh, this morning. So we're, we're, it's like 15 to 20. We're in that range of college football games that got canceled this week or, or postponed. That, that's a lot, of, and, and college basketball is trying to trying to start a season. Good luck. Yeah, by the way, the Raiders have like what the whole defense now is in COVID. This thing's unbelievable. I mean, the NFL is like fighting their way through this thing. But you know, so, what is it about the Raiders? I mean, it seems I, it seems like I there's a repeat. Yeah. 
theme to I this don't know what's that. going on over there. They're able to they're able to get through it, and the league's already dropped the bowling ball on them. A, a million dollars in fines. It's up to a million. Yes. And a six round pick. Correct. Yeah. And and they still have the whole defense. In co- yeah. I I think the game gets played. I don't. I don't think they're. In fact, it's going to go. It's, well, by, it's the Sunday night game, right? And it's you know, I, I wonder. So, how many guys? Uh, they, I think it was seven today. Got placed today. It. Yeah, because I noticed this last night. You know, I had told you that on Monday when I, I I literally almost dove through the bay window of the radio station to get outside to make a phone app bet. Oh, right, right. I remember that on the Chiefs minus five and a half. It's up to eight. Wow. I mean, this thing went up to the key number, through the key number. I, you know, I, I very much believe uh, this is a great spot for Kansas City. And I could see the Raiders bouncing back in a big way next week against Atlanta to the point where I think there's some wiggle room with how you approach the advanced lines. We talked but I, about, I wonder if that's because of the, the COVID thing. I because, think it's the COVID thing. But it started last night. But but we well, it, got, so, it got the seven and a half last night. All right, so maybe some of that stuff started leaking out last night. Then I I, I wasn't watching, but it, we we talk about how more much more educated the betters the public is as betters now. But are they with not all, saying all, names? Yeah, they they they, they, they okay, did right. they did post names. Um, uh, where was I? Oh, so they the public though did not react to what Las Vegas did. In Kansas City, right, and how that is going to be a factor in this game, without question. Well, the question begs to be asked because I, I by the way, I, I do a thing for VegasInsider.com. I do an opening line report. Say it's, it's like it's, you know, like research says, you know, a video three minutes, four minutes, you know, people's attentions. Man, this thing, these things are like eleven, twelve minutes, but it's here's what the advance line is, here's what the opener is. And then what the market number is, and where do we think the number will go? And the Chiefs game, clearly, I mean, I, you said, listen, this thing's sitting at uh, six and a half. It's nuts. It's going to get to seven. It's going to go up. I don't, the COVID thing notwithstanding, I mean, I just think Kansas City's in a great spot here with revenge, Andy Reid off a bye, uh, keeping pace with Pittsburgh. Oh, by the way, that's another thing. I mean, Pittsburgh plays Jacksonville, which is no cupcake. And that Jacksonville's almost like an automatic take. Right? I mean, you've got uh, the, the hard part is, but these are angles that are tried and true. But sometimes it's hard to step up to the plate with not a you know, they're not a great team. You say maybe they're not even a very good team, Jacksonville. Right. But they fired a big shot against Green Bay, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good thing. But again, one week to the next, right? The, that, you know what you're going to get. But you got Pittsburgh, who plays Baltimore on Thanksgiving. Like their arch rival right. is a look ahead game on a short week. I mean, Jacksonville's almost an automatic take at a ten points. I, I I would agree with that. I I, I got to circle back to Kansas City though, and and here, here's the thing that you need to consider in this game: when Kansas City gets up, they're not taking the foot off the gas. So no, keep, they don't. keep keep well. I'm in particularly in this game. They are ticked off at what Las Vegas did after the game in Kansas City. That's why I swear, and you can shoot holes in it. And maybe I was just rationalizing it so that I didn't, you know, stick my head in the oven. But 
The Bills losing to Arizona. I mean, I was, you know, I'm like, I just went, did that just happen? You know? But then I, I, the more I thought about it, I said, I think it ends up being a good thing for them. They blew a big lead against the Rams. They blew a big lead in the playoff game last year. They blew a lead here, came back, went down and won the game, and something goofy happened. And you know what all their answers were? It wasn't about the play. It was it never should have got to that point. And the hope is they learn the lesson. Like you're saying about Kansas City, like the Patriots always did. If you get a team down, step on their neck. And I think you have to learn that trait. I, I agree with you. I hope they learned it. I hope they do. I'll let you elaborate. I apologize. No. I threw that to you with literally 11 seconds to respond. Thank you. And I think they will fit. So good job. <laughs> I'll let you expand <laughs> when we come back on Sportsbook Radio from Las Vegas. You can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, or the internet. Technology Grand. Keep it here on the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you change my transmission fluid? What are the winning lottery numbers? I mean, <laughs> well done. All right, back with the Sportsbook Radio from Las Vegas, the Sports Grid Radio Network. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Next hour, Vinny Maliula is going to join us. Uh, a Las Vegas legend and Mike Lewis. He's a legend, too. We love Mike Lewis uh, from the Sun Coast. Uh, over at the corner, Alton Ramper. I think that's one of the cool things, and I would envision as we move forward here, you know, we're all looking to the future. Hockey, fans at games, football, fans at games, all the things we're looking forward to. Our, our watch parties uh, out at Sunset Station that we miss, football, hockey watch, all those things. But I think as we move forward, and we're thrilled to be here on the uh, Sports Group Radio Network, I'll be excited because I think a lot of the listeners from out of town when they come in, the one thing I would preach to them preaches condescending. I, I would I would just throw out there as a point of information. How's that? Okay. Is preach preachy being preachy is condescending, isn't it? It it can be. I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not condescending. You didn't mean it in that way. I though. didn't mean it. That, but I didn't want it to come across that way. But I, I would highly recommend to people that come to Las Vegas. You know, and I get it. You all come in here. You want to go bonkers. What happens here? That crap, all this, you know. But I mean, come in, but and and we love the strip. Tony Neville from Treasure Island, the the strip. There's all kinds of cool plays at the strip. But the one thing is that when people come in here, because to this day, and you folks on this network are just getting to know us. Uh, I got here in 2005. You were here much earlier than that. End of '89. And I won't say to this day, but not that long ago, it stopped. I kind of ran the gamut of everybody I knew, but people, how do you live out there? Well, no, it's like like it was some big. No, I know. It made no sense. What do you mean? What do I, how, how do I live out here? I see the sun three hundred and 
this year, 365 days. When we, we went out rain for over 200 days. It's been a long no, no, we time. Got, we got rain, rain a week ago. We got it for a day. Oh, that's true. Um, Breeders' well, Cup Day, it poured. Yeah. J- for a very brief time. It, yeah, it didn't pour where I was. but We yeah. got a little bit of rain. Um, yeah, no. The weather's great. The, the communities around the valley are great. Yep. But what I would, I would suggest to people when they come in... Um, you can see the thing is Uber's pretty cool. Uber's a thing now. That's pretty cheap. Yes. When it was running around taking cabs, I would I would always tell people rent a car. Yes. Rent a car. You save money. Rent a car. Go to self parking at all the joints. And then the, the one little tip I would give, if you ever come out here, and you have a car, go right to the roof of the self parking garage. Don't literally. I mean, you'll, it'd be like the start of Le Mans for it. You just go in and just zzz, go, go all the way, boom, right to the roof. Park on the roof, get to the elevator, bam, go down, and you're in. Instead of going in on the lower floors that are closer to the actual casino level, and you're hunting and searching for a well, bargain I, spot, yeah, you'll yeah, yeah. save forever. Just go to the roof and come down. It's a simple little easy trick. What well, one one amendment? N- not. Not the roof, roof, the, the, the level just below that. So oh, the I, don't second nice the, level. I don't care about the heat. <laughs> That's it's you. Called, it's called air conditioning. <sighs> you're an well, idiot. you're inside. You walk out, sit so, down, start the car. These cars, air conditioning. Here. Honestly, well, you, you, this guy drives a Porsche. The car's going to be cooler, though. But new car. When you step into it. For 40 seconds. Oh, God. But I, no, I'm, I'm saying. I, second I, I, highest I, floor, people. Second highest. Okay. That's personal preference. I mean, I'm, I'm about expediting to the elevator and the in and out. You, and, can, you can do that on the second highest floor. Okay. I, I do it. So, go, all right, right so, so let's just we'll, we'll say go to a high level. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go to a high level. But, but you can go around and see all the places on the strip. Even, you know, but if you have the cars, the local joints are great. Yes. You have stations, casinos all around the yep. valley. Mm-hmm. The Boyd properties around the valley, yes. the standalone books. I mean, you, you go downtown. The Golden Nuggets, awesome. The circus Sports just open. But I mean, it's not just the Strip and some of the really cool, convenient things. In fact, I mean, in terms of like room rates, yeah, say really nice places and, and, and save a truckload of dough, right? Correct, off the Strip. And for those of you who like eateries, there are fantastic restaurants all throughout this valley, not just on the Strip. Everywhere. Eatery. It's a big yeah. one. All right. So there's your little your Chamber of Commerce moment. Go check out Red Rock, too, while you're here. Great place to, to that, go. That is fun. Yeah. You, you do that. Yep. And then just go try to drive through the gated Area 51. So <laughs> that might not end well for you, but, you know, you'll have a story to tell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, all right. So NBA draft was last night. Okay, we, we watch stuff at the top and the top three and who's going where. And then there's all kinds of trades and, and college kids. And I, I don't want to diminish it. I mean, I, it's the NFL draft. It's funny. There's fewer players on an NBA team. And you would think, oh, a rookie on an NBA team. But the impact that these guys have, honestly, it's like the second round guys, even, even dropping down to the second round in the NBA. Is this fair? I mean, I don't want to be unfair, but are they more projects? Like the second round pick's not even a guarantee to make a team. That's true. I, I yeah, 
I, 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 I don't care at all about the NBA draft. I, I, I barely, barely care about the league as it is, period. I, I, I feel really bad for Clay Thompson. Well, who, that's what I wanted to who, get to. Who, who tore his Achilles uh, yesterday, and he's out for the year. Coming back from a knee injury. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, feel bad for Golden State. Yeah. Because as horrifically bad as they were, you get Curry and Thompson back healthy, and you're back on the beam. Also, uh, Porzingis for Dallas had uh, off-season knee surgery, and he's going to miss the first two to three months of the season. It's going to take him a while to recover from that. So there's two guys that I feel bad for. But I, uh, the, the league does not hold the interest for me that it did when I was a kid. I just I, I don't like that they get away with you know twelve steps on the way to the basket, and uh, and there's, there's oh I, 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 it's unwatchable what? to me anymore. It just is. I'm not that far away from. I know exactly what you're saying. I've grown. I, I will say this. The NBA has come back to me. When I was a kid, it was right near the top of the list. You watched oh, a basketball game, go to the park. And play. Yeah, no, the, the constant pick and roll and two guys playing a game. Yes. I, has, They're it, not but, running plays anymore. Yeah, in, in defense at times, there are only a handful of teams that really you know pride themselves on defense. That being said, I think because of the betting and where we are, I do watch it and, and follow it and have a, have an appreciation for it. And a working knowledge of it now, again, I think in large part thanks to the betting, but the, the passion I had for it is gone because it is different. And then I think it's a part, part of me says it's a function of age and maybe in being stubborn that the game we grew up with, it was very team oriented with backdoor setting kicks, yes. backdoor cuts. I mean, Obviously, these guys can take off at the you know top of the circle and you know do a windmill. Dunk. Well, they're fantastic athletes. I mean, there's no getting around. They're absolutely that. fantastic athletes. But it, 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 and and now they they palm the ball, they carry the ball. Here's the reason. Well, the NBA it, wants more scoring, right? Because that's what the fans want to see. So they're allowing these guys to do whatever it takes to get the ball in the hoop. But it's not basketball anymore. They, but and honestly, when. When you think of the anomalies, big ones, or, or, or pet peeves, let's go with pet peeves. Forget anomaly. My biggest pet peeve is the way coaches frivolously squander timeouts Yes. in the second half of football games. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous. They're oxygen tanks. You're a fool. You're going to lose games because you don't know how to do it. I have numerous pet peeves. And haven't said this one in forever and a day. But I think in large part, they make the claim or have made the claim, and maybe not they, when I say they, not the players, but the claim has been made by many. The NBA are the best athletes in the world. I've heard that. I've heard that. Oh, okay, that's fine. I, I disagree, well, you, you, you disagree with it, but I've <laughs> yeah. heard that. But the thing is, but if you are, quote, unquote, the best athletes in the world, why are you giving these guys an extra step? Yeah. I, I've never understood... The NBA and that allowing of a travel. I, well, I understand it, Brian. I don't, I don't Again, know. it goes to scoring. They they want the the league wants these guys to score as many points as possible because that's what the public wants to see. So if you carry the ball, they're not going to. If it leads to a basket, they're not going to call it. If you take an extra step, they're not going to call it because you're scoring baskets. 
I know. The touch fouls and just some of the goofy things you see there. That, that, that's a little irksome. Is it, it a word? It, is it, irk, is it, irksome ir, a word? Ir, ir, irksome's good. And, and I, again, I completely agree. With you. So you, you got guys down in the low post that are beating each other silly, and, and, and out front a guard will touch another guard on the hip, and they'll call the foul. And I'm like, what the heck are you doing? Um, hey, what was the question I asked you at the end of the last break? I don't listen to you. And again, I, 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 oh, I was. It, Go ahead. Uh, it, it came to me for a second and then left again. Well, hurry, um, because we only got 20 uh, seconds left. So that, this well, that's what happened. <laughs> Never mind. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it another time. <laughs> the, the look he gave you last. I asked him this elongated question. It was like five seconds. And he goes, yes, they will. <laughs> Brian Blessing, Stevie Slash. I love this guy. I really do. He's growing to hate me, but that's fine. I can deal with that. I'm just going to say it's not necessarily reciprocal. Now, I know what that means. There you go. It's redundant. <laughs> no, it's, it's like spending an enjoyable day with you. Get us to a break, Chris. Relax. You don't have to actually play these sports. Just know about them. Keep it here. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Penny, for your thoughts, Stevie Slapshot, Brian Blessing, Chris Bavone is our producer, Sportsbook Radio on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Uh, race into the weekend. Any other big goodies on the injury front of uh, uh, late breaking developments? Breaking, bad, well, bad thing to say with injuries. Uh, yeah. The Drew Brees thing now, obviously, it's second opinion. We know that weeks and weeks. Time. I'm really, I'm really interested. We had a little debate on this yesterday. I think Jameis Winston is going to, man, this is scary. Thrive is is not the word. I think there's potential for Jameis Winston to do some really good things with the Saints. I think they rein him in. He's been around Breeze. Maybe some of that's rubbed off. When Breeze went out last year, Teddy Bridgewater managed games. And I think he was still fighting back from knee injuries. And and Bridgewater's taking that next step. I think Winston gives them an interesting dynamic in that ability to stretch the field. Yes, the, the box of rocks play is what we remember. Maybe a new regime and new surroundings. Maybe. I don't uh, see it. I'm not from Missouri, but he's going to have to show me. I, I, I don't. <laughs> I... I uh, to me, Bridgewater is a much better NFL quarterback uh, than is Winston. And I, and I talk about that not from ability, but just from the way Bridgewater plays the game uh, as opposed to, to Jameis Winston. Winston he, led the league in turnovers last year. I get year. it, but at the You're same... You're not going to change that. I, I, no, I, that, believe me, uh, protecting the ball is maybe more important, is more important than the other stuff. But he would put up some hellacious numbers, hellacious. I mean, some of the stuff he could do. He's, I mean, he's a he's he, he's a he's a gifted athlete. I I don't think he fully gets the opportunity though. I think Hill's going to play a lot of snaps uh, be, because um, Peyton's trying to control 
what's what's going on offensively. That's reasonable that maybe there are more packages for Taysom Hill, but I, you know what? I don't think so. It's it's reasonable to expect that, but I at the same time too, I think Breeze. I saw virtually every one of their games this year, and I'm, I, mean, I know Michael Thomas had been out. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Do you remember Drew? Seriously, do you remember Drew Brees throwing anything virtually the entire year over the top? No. Everything's dink and dunk, and you know. Um, he's he, he's getting older. Maybe the arm strength's not there. Oh, maybe I don't believe it is. Maybe he's concerned about. No, he's that. he knows what to do. All right. No, so, I don't. I, don't, so that's I think part that, of it. honestly, I think this how is good last year. is? But I think the deep. The, I think the deep ball becomes a part of this offense. Well, yeah, and and that's something you can do with Winston, and I think Peyton will will, will try to do that. To stretch the defense to then open stuff up underneath. That that makes sense to me. Um, how, how good is Michael Thomas? I'm, I'm not sure that he's what he is perceived to be. I don't think he's quite that good as, as, we, as we think, you know, as the public feels about him. Um, I think what he is, by the way, if you're grading him on what's going on now, he's hurt. I, no, no, I understand. I mean, the, now the numbers he put up last year, reception-wise, obviously nuts, but... Yeah, you know who he is. He's like an, he's a really good Des Bryant. He's big. He's physical. Okay, but he's more reliable and more consistent. And maybe that's yeah. an awful com- no, no, no. Uh, well, that, uh, not I'm, a compliment I'm, I'm for think, him. Uh, yeah, see, I'm thinking about that, and I'm, I was again. Des Bryant was to me a guy that under underachieved. But for a couple of years, he, he no, he, that's uh, true. For a couple of for years, for a couple of years, he was this big physical monster. Yes, and he was a matchup nightmare. And I, I, I still believe Thomas is a matchup guy in the red zone. See, yeah. there are guys. See, I mean, again, being a frustrated Bills fan, the first year of Josh Allen's development, he had nothing. Last year, they got John Brown and Cole Beasley, mm-hmm. big help. Mm-hmm. But wait a minute, if you think about it, it's still the same thing. They had nothing. And and I told our, a buddy of ours who was a Cowboys fan last year, I said, Cowboys are in trouble. They can't put it in the end zone unless Elliott can run it in the end zone. They had diminutive wide receivers. Right. So, like, the Bills this year go get this Gabriel Davis kid, and they've got tight ends, but they get digs, right? But they had diminutive wide receivers. So getting it in, in the red zone in those narrow passing lanes with little guys, that's problematic. So you need the Gronk or the Jimmy Graham in right. their heyday, right. or you need the monster wideout that you throw it up and he goes up and get, <laughs> throw it up, go get it. DeAndre yeah. Hopkins. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, the, the guy for Detroit, Calvin. Calvin Johnson. Johnson, yeah. Um, yeah, so you're definitely right about that. Or you've got to run those rub routes and, and hope yeah. that they don't throw the flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so this weekend... I don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do with New England. New England's at Houston. Houston's landing. Th- uh, Houston three was the advanced number. Mm-hmm. So New England has a good game against Baltimore. Here we go. All the way across. And now New England's his two-point favorite. So, yeah, it looked great the last time you saw it. But there's no mystery here. It, it's run the ball. Newton run the ball. And if they play with the lead, I think they're they're dangerous. By the way, it held true Sunday night. Remember I said this? 
I said this about eight weeks ago. The way I play would, would play New England is wait to halftime. Because I think if you have if they've got the lead, they're a mitfall. They got the lead. Baltimore didn't come back. If they're behind, they can't come from behind. They're not built to do that. But Belichick saying, okay, now I know what I'm working with through 10, 11 weeks. I, I really wonder. But I'm, I'm sitting there going, is, and I know he's got limited weapons. But from a starting point, Deshaun Watson against Cam Newton. I mean, I'm a Deshaun Watson guy. Yeah, me too. I, I was uh... – I'm, I'm staying off the game right now. We'll, we'll see if I do something in game. But if Houston was plus three, I would I, I would I would be playing Houston. And then the, t- the Tennessee Baltimore game, five and a half. Baltimore favored at home. Totals forty nine and a half. I mean, they've lost three games. It's not the end of the world. But something ain't right there. No, I don't. Something I, ain't yeah, right there. I, I, Is this a fair statement? The the hierarchy. If there are tiers, mm-hmm. I would put. The Chiefs and the Steelers, I put the Chiefs one. Mm-hmm. I put the Steelers two. But they would be at the top of the AFC. Then I would lump in Baltimore, Buffalo, Tennessee, and Indianapolis. And Indianapolis was my pick to come out of the AFC before the season started. Okay. They're a dangerous team and well-coached. But is that fair? I like They're the-, the top two. And then there's this next clump, and any one of them are capable of winning a game or, or, or making a run. I, I got to tell you, I like Buffalo more than I like Pittsburgh. I, I, I think that, like, Tennessee should have beat Pittsburgh. We'll find out. They play December 13th. What a great game that'll be. All right. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I think Pittsburgh's a little overrated, and, and maybe Buffalo's a little underrated. Um, Baltimore, to me, it's pretty easy. No, they, the, the defenses have figured out. Just don't rush the guy. Let make him throw from the pocket. And 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 if if you do that, they've got nothing else to go to, right? If that if that kid's not scrambling around and making plays, they have nothing else. The crazy thing, and why I think the playoffs will be exceptional. You know, every year we, we get to week 17 and our team's resting guys because they can't improve their lot in life. Week 17, yes, there's a, an extra team that's going to make the playoffs, but if teams are because only the top seed is getting a bye. So what you're playing for is seeding but what in the past you were playing for was you're playing to have a home field advantage in the playoffs. I don't think home field advantage means a doggone thing this year. So I I, I can see that's why that, that's why that Bills lost to Arizona didn't rub me the wrong way. I'm like, ah, who cares? Win the division, just get in, and you go from there. Learn a lesson from this. But other than that, if it cost them a home game. Normally, you'd be playing Russian roulette with five bullets. I don't think, other than the team that gets a week off, really gets anything out of it. Uh, I would agree with you. Uh, again, with no fans, home field doesn't mean that much. You have. And a, I like the us against the world mentality. Yeah. Well, and you have a bunch of older quarterbacks now who could, you know, use a week off before the playoffs start. Right. You know, Brady, Breeze, Rivers. Um, you know, it, it'd be good for them to get a breather and then start the playoffs. 
I do believe it'll make for a really compelling playoff. The lack of, I mean, I think any team's going in there, man, with, with a real shot to walk out with a win. Going on the road. I, 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 I feel that way in every playoffs in every sport. I always, it, I, don't, I don't care. I, I don't give a whole lot of stock in, in the home team in the playoffs. I, I have seen so many teams win on the road in the playoffs because it, they're, they're pretty even teams, right? You don't get the playoffs if, if you're not a good team. So, so it's not, you know, it's not the, um, the bottom tier teams in there. Again, the game tonight, Arizona-Seattle. Seattle's a three-point favorite. Total on the game is 57. Um, man, it's, it's three even money. So if anything, two and a halfs might pop up at some point this afternoon. Uh, again, never, never take uh, two and a half, never lay three and a half. Did you, when you first got here, you could buy that even on and off at three, you could buy it for a buck 20. I always did that. You can't, you can't do it anymore. But but the funny thing is it's down a little bit. It's still, you know, a key number, but isn't it remarkable? The amount of extra points now that, you know, is how key is three and how key is seven. And then how key is three and how key is seven when you got all these wacko coaches with analytics going for two at all the wrong time? Yeah, it, it, it probably has lost a little bit. I just – and I, I don't play as much nor for as much money as, as I once did. I, but I remember when I first got to town and, and, and I was, was playing a lot of games for, for, some, for some good amounts of money, that, that three saved my butt so many times. You know, to, to, to push a game when, when it otherwise would have been a loss. All right, it's going to be a good game tonight, man. I, I, I really think, I, boy, it's hard to draw a line through the last two weeks with Seattle, but I think the return of Carlos Hyde is going to be a massive difference maker. I, At yeah, least I in terms of their efficiency, jury's still way out as can Seattle figure something out on defense. But I'll tell you, you watch the, the two guys that have been terrific for them are the new guys. Dunlap come over from the Bengals, and he, he's noticeable. And Jamal Adams, man, this guy, is he's just all over the place. That will be an interesting thing watching him chasing Murray around tonight. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on Hyde. I've always liked Hyde. I like him at Ohio State. I like him with the Niners. He's a, he's a really good, solid NFL running back. All right, it is Sportsbook Radio. Racing towards lunchtime with the line makers at the top of the hour. Uh, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot in Las Vegas. Vinny Maliulo. Uh, He will join us in the next segment, a Las Vegas legend, and Mike Lewis from the Suncoast. A lot of good stuff still to come. Having a great time with you here from Las Vegas on the Sports Gridded Radio Network. Stick around. Took you long enough to get here, Sporto. Now that you've found us, keep it right here for sports news you can use. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Working for a Living by Huey Lewis. Chris Bovona is his favorite band. 
At first, it sounded like a car. Stevie then got the it. Hue, the Huey Lewis thing, yeah. And then, then I said, wait a minute, Stevie might have this. Huey Lewis and the News. Out of the Bay Area. It did have, a, at the beginning, it had a little cars to it. Yeah. Wow. Big Huey Lewis guy, huh, Chris? Love him. <laughs> Love do you, him. Do I you have, to meet him. Do you, do you have the album Four Chords? Yes, and, I do. And okay. 10 years ago, I love, I love that's a, an album where they redid a bunch of uh, older songs. Really good. Yep. Yeah, he's, I got to meet him a couple of times. He's one of the nicest guys, uh, you know, in the business. And, golf nut. Uh, yep, big time golf nut. And um, I, I don't know what it is about him, uh, you know, making lame white guys dance since 1982. <laughs> <laughs> uh Speaking of golf, man, they got back at it today. Rory Sabatini birdied the first four holes. Matt Wallace has the lead uh, through 17 of the RSM Classic the week after the Masters. I had a play on Zach Johnson. He had a bogey that I was upset about. Oh, you got Zach Johnson in with a four under 66. He's in contention. That's that's a decent start. I that's, didn't really that's check the one out of the gate. He's just getting contention. Is it, how, how many guys from the Masters played? Exact number, I don't know, but many. Okay. But many quality guys that did not. Okay. And then you make that as a decision. What was more beneficial? Right. Um, but it's in Sea Island, Georgia. There's a lot of guys. I played Zach Johnson. His house is 13 minutes from the golf course. Oh, okay. Johnson, four under 66, two shots off the pace in the first round. A lot of Georgia guys going to be in contention this week. All right, we are not done, Steve. we got another hour. This is time. Now, now we lace up the sneaks as we go from one studio to the other. Second hour, lunchtime with the linemakers. Going to have a great show for you uh, here on a Thursday. Tomorrow we're at Sunset Station with Chuck Esposito and the gang. We can't wait for that. But our work is not done yet. We invite you to keep it right here. Lunchtime on the West Coast. Uh, racing towards a Thursday night football game. Live odds, lines, matchups, injuries. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.